¡Ándale! ¡Sí, señor! Bienvenidos and welcome to Sunday Night Edition of the Familia FFP Podcast. I'm Jorge Georgie Martin and the primos are in the house. What's uh, up? Ricky Torres, Hector Reyes. Hanging on for dear life, trying to make the playoffs. Trying, <laughs> trying. See, heck, you, you, you lit your victory Close. cigar too early. Eh, well, I, well, that wasn't necessarily a victory cigar. That was just a cigar. <laughs> I, I have another. I have another cigar that's that's set to be a victory cigar. That one was just a regular cigar. <laughs> oh man! Well, gracias everybody for joining us. Uh, como siempre, estamos aquí a servirlos. Uh, you know, uh, this is kind of really busy time with everybody. We're we're almost you know re-entering the Earth's atmosphere between sleep schedules and work schedules, but. Uh, But we're here. Estamos aquí. But uh, and make sure you're checking out our familiaffb.com website, as well as our social media channels at familiaffb on Twitter and Instagram, as well as our familia FFB Facebook page. Well, a crazy, kind of a crazy day. But we're gonna start off with a you know a battle royale, or as they would have said in Pulp Fiction, battle royale with cheese. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Hector versus Ricky. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, ¿Cómo estamos, boys? ¿Cómo estamos? How are you uh, looking? Man, it's, uh, I, I, well, I'm, I'm leading right now, right, Rick? I'm ahead of you right now. You're ahead by like nine points, and you have Deontay, but I still have Ravens defense, Terry McLaurin, and I don't know. It doesn't even matter who else. And Debo oh, Samuel. Debo oh. Samuel. So uh, it doesn't look good for you. It's looking bad. But there's still a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, not looking good. Not looking good, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we'll see. I, I had Derek Carr today. So those of you who had Derek Carr, congratulations on a 4TD performance. We'll get into that in a minute. But that was pretty amazing by that guy. I, I don't know where that came from either. Uh, the very final play. It, I was watching the game and... We thought the Jets had won. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We already told this other guy, oh, Jets won. But they freaking three and out, punt the ball, and it's like you could feel it. You're like, it's the Jets. The Raiders are going to get stupid lucky, even though Carr's been overthrowing all day, underthrowing. Boom, he gets one right on the spot. Like, perfect, right on the money. <laughs> it was just heartbreaking. It was like, man, I was already ready for the loss by, by the Raiders, but I guess it happens. And it, was, and it was crazy. My phone, uh, my TV is on a, is on a little bit of a delay. So my phone told me that rugs got the TV, TV <laughs> before, before I could see it on the TV. I was like, wait a second, that, that game's supposed to be over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was like, what? Awesome. I was just like, uh, and it was just so, I mean, he actually kind of underthrew it, but uh, rugs was so far ahead of the guy that, He even slowed down and was still like you know three four yards uh, out of out of reach from him. So he went from he went from goat to great, right? He was the goat for a minute when he fumbled, oh, and then the Jets yeah. scored. So he was the goat for a second, the goat in a bad way. And then <laughs> <laughs> people 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 forgot that you, back in the days that goat. If you were the goat, that means you, that means you screwed up. Um, so he was the goat, and then uh, he, he went to integrate after that. So that's yeah, cool. yeah. When you had the goat, they they don't los cuernos. So that's right, that's right. <laughs> and then the the Browns, they just they it looked like they were going to destroy the uh, Titans, and then the Titans made it interesting there at the end. But uh, you know, we'll talk about Mr. Uh, Baker Mayfield's day. But God, man, you know, they slowed down Derrick Henry, and that's the that's the key, I guess. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. As soon as you slow down Derrick Henry. Tannehill's not that great. He can't just catch him up right away. Uh, he's too error prone. But I mean, I, I still don't think Baker's got it. To be able to go to a big lead and not shut the door tells you that the Browns aren't real. They got a great record, but I just don't see them beating more playoff teams. I think this was very lucky of their defense to uh, stop Derrick Henry and then just let Tannehill lose the game for everybody else. And it, and it helps that the Titans are not a good defense on on either of the levels, running or passing. So and then it just it just especially not passing. But I, I had a feeling that this was going to be a, a an, one of those over games because both pass defenses were bad and the weather was going to be decent out there. And so uh, it was good, uh, except for something we'll talk about uh, in a little bit later with AJ Brown. But uh, uh, you know. 
and and talking about the good, bad, and the ugly, Carson Wentz got benched today, boys. That was wow. surprising. I saw that Jalen Hurts was in. I was like, what? Did he get injured? But nope, just benched. And, Damn. I mean, they they didn't look that much better. What did you think? You know, he moved them a little bit. He, he did move them. Got You know, he got a touchdown on a fourth and 18 play. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Jalen Rieger got a touchdown on a punt return. So it made it, it made the game interesting, which uh, which I didn't mind because that mean that meant he had to throw a little. That Rogers had to throw a little bit more, and he seemed to be targeting Devonte Adams and uh, Robert Tunyon today. And I had both of them on different teams. So, but you know what? They looked better than they did with Wentz. I mean, Wentz just, uh, you know, say, you know, that guy three years ago, that guy was the be- as as good as anybody in football. Yeah. And I just don't know what happened to this guy. Is it, I mean, is it footsteps? You know, anytime you have, and we talked about that before, anytime you have like a, you know, horrible injury, you know, an almost career ending type of injuries that just, it changes a person, you know, it just, it, and I don't know, we don't know to what extent, it changed Carson Wentz. We, we saw it with Derek Carr. You know, Derek Carr, same thing. He was having an MVP season, blew his knee out. And he was he he never really got back to that level ever again. You know, he even now he's he's not there. So it's like, and and the knees fixed. You know, his legs fixed. You know, all that stuff. So even though you know you you these guys have these injuries and then they get they go through rehab and then they're all better physically. There has to be a mental toll, you know. The props to uh, our guy over here in uh, in Washington. Um, what's his name? Uh, b- busted up leg. Oh, Alex. Washington Smith? quarterback, Alex Smith. Exactly. Even more so for Alex Smith because it seems it seems that this is not just a coincidence that guys get these terrible injuries and then just mentally they just they just can't come back to where they were because I don't know if they they see ghosts or they they hear footsteps and they just. They just can't get back there. And it just seems that that's what's happening to Wentz. Like his confidence seems like it's just shy. He just hasn't been the same guy no matter what. Well, he had that great season when they won the Super Bowl, and he just hasn't been the same since coming back from that injury. And right, and, right. and it's surprising because it doesn't look like it's it's like some ailment that's holding him back. Maybe it is just footsteps now he's hearing all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's footsteps, and I think part of it is, um, uh, you know, when they when they won that Super Bowl, they were just uh, – I mean, their offensive line was just a brick wall, and they were just not letting anybody in. And, and I think right now it's been more leaky. They've had some serious injuries that, that have knocked out some of their best players, and I think that – is uh what what's made him regress a little bit i think that plus trying to play some hero ball where uh you know he had the, a bunch of guys hurt a bunch of his skill players hurt so i just i you know i think it's just a bad combination of things i'd like to think he's not washed because he's still young i know man and, he's but, way young very young and and there and he's and he's making a lot of money for him right now so right uh you know it's not like they could trade him or drop him or wave him it's uh you know without it being a hot monster cap hit so uh you want to see it work out i, I want to see them all work out but definitely uh, Definitely. Oh, guys, yeah, talented, yeah. super talented guys. Just, you know, got to work on that. So, something's there. Something is off. We don't, maybe, maybe he's hurt. You know, maybe he's injured right now. We, and we don't know. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that always happens. You know, it's, it's like a big question mark. Then the season's over. Like, oh, yeah, I had like four broken ribs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have no idea. So let's wait and see when the season's over. And maybe something may come to light that is bothering him that we just don't know about. Well, Russ got cooked today by the oh. Giants. So, you know, they're in first place right now. And, I mean, Los Pinche Giants, I mean, they, they oh, are the a Giants? scrappy defense. They haven't allowed more than 25 points since they played the Cowboys in, like, week seven or six. Wow. Uh, so, it makes me wonder what are they going to do to Kyler Murray next week. So, yeah. for them to be able to shut down uh, – to be able to shut down Russ – to be able to hold the Bengals, even though they had an injury, the Eagles, Washington, and even the Bucks to only 25 points. You're going to have to start Matt Stafford, bro. <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> and that's if I don't get a first round by. Right, right. I mean, seriously, that's a, t- that's a defense that you really got to, uh, that, that you've really got to, you know, think about. Now you got to think about them. Yeah. They've obviously shown if they can uh, prevent Russ from cooking. 
I mean, a lot more teams have been able to do that recently. So I don't know if that's more of a telling tale for the Seahawks or showing us that the Giants are actually developing a defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, they definitely, when I started to really think about it was when back in uh, early in the season, when they played the Rams, right, you know, right after the Rams just came off of that hot game against the Bills. And then they the they held the Rams to 17 points, and all of a sudden it's like Whoa. 17 seems to be their number. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm looking at it right now. Week five against Dallas, they got 31, and then they've been either in the in the teens, the low to low to low twenties. One game was 25. So and that was Tampa Bay. So yeah. So it's uh, I mean they're yeah they're all of a sudden they're sneaky good if they could ever figure out if Daniel Jones is a real quarterback. Mm-hmm. And get and get a healthy Saquon Barkley. That could be a team. I mean, you know, it's funny how we're already, you know, it's week 13 and definitely we're going to be staring down the fantasy playoffs, but there's also that eye toward 2021 with certain players that, you know, aren't on fantasy rosters right now, but Hey, you know what? Maybe a lo mejor, maybe next year. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, closing it out with uh, our, our highlights, uh, Bill Belichick is 20 and five against rookie and quarterbacks. And today he knows he knows how to confuse them, oh, and man. and that's what Herbert did. Like he just knew how he knew what mistakes rookie quarterbacks usually make, and he just forced the issue. You have Herbert doing the you know going to the right and throwing to the left, throwing a pick. That's like one of the biggest no nos you know of, and you would think Herbert knows that, but just Bel- Belichick was able to fool him into it. So congrats to Belichick. I hate you. But let's, let's get to on that. <laughs> heard that, heard that coming. <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And and the other part is, uh, the uh, Belichick has now won a game in fifty stadiums, so which is wow. crazy because there's only thirty two active in the NFL, like so, fifty yeah. NFL stadiums, fifty yeah. NFL. Yeah, stadiums. some are not there anymore, but yeah, yeah. Wow, a- eighteen that are no longer in use. So how crazy is that? Is the that? record? Yeah, far it's away. Be. It's got to far be. And away. Just amazing. Amazing. He's been there forever, though. So, oh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. I mean, part of the longevity. You know, somebody once said, What's, you know, uh, th- this guy was, uh, got asked a question, how, what was the secret for, uh, living to be 60, you know, be married 65 years? He said, Well, the first rule is don't die. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, well, hey, let's get, let's look at, take a quick look at the betting locks. Uh, Nico went two and three. So he, uh, uh, you, you two, you guys, you and Hector, Hector, you and Nico won with Indy. Yep. Uh, he lost, he won with New Orleans, lost the over on that game. Uh, lost By how many points? Uh, the over was t- uh, 46. So, but I mean, what did, uh, turn this what they actually get? The, it was 21 16. So they got, they got to 37. Oh, wow. Is that what the final score wow. was? Yeah, 21 16. And I, I would have bet the low because it's just they're not moving the ball as graciously as when they had Breeze. So, but Atlanta again, looking a little bit better than they did the first half of the season. Yeah, a little bit better on defense. Still not, you know, not not clicking all together on the uh, with uh, the offense. So you know, say uh, Tennessee was uh, six and a six and a half point favorite. They lost, uh, and he picked the the Clippers on a pick'em game. So we're just gonna pass down right that one right there. Uh, Hector, on your side, dun, Miami, dun, dun. Miami in eleven and well, a half. You, hold you, on, didn't he? Did he pick the Titans? Yeah, he picked the Titans. They only lost by six. No, but they were favorite. They're supposed oh, to win. They by, had to. They, they had to win by. They had to win by seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then he got slaughtered. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got smoked. They're supposed well, to Titans. It's one of those. What are we going to see in playoffs? Are the Titans going to be bad, or are the Browns going to be good? Because both of those teams are going to make the playoffs most likely. They're they're both yeah they're both going to make it, and uh, I think the Titans, unless they fix things up on on the defensive side, they're going to be one and out. Uh, I think that's really where they're going to. And that's what people thought they would do last year. Yeah. But they had a little run. So who knows what's going to happen? I mean, they, you know, when you got Derrick Henry running like crazy and eating up the clock, I mean, that, that makes a big difference right there. But if you're not stopping the teams on the other side, they're a dangerous uh, they're... team when they're in front. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yes. Yes. 
uh real quick back to hector hector uh miami won uh favorite 11 and a half they won by 12 you got you Boom. won with the hook that's right that's right that's <laughs> right oh man yeah you, baby you had green bay minus nine they won by 14 so ah, maybe that one too hey, don't be scared don't be scared and kc minus 14 where uh if if those two touchdowns from 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 tyreek hill got 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 exactly actually allowed, holding penalty like what is that like a holding penalty come on holding penalty and then did you guys see that crazy one where uh he thought he dropped the ball but he actually caught it and never <laughs> but that was yeah he fell to the ground and he actually trapped the ball against his chest. So that was a legal catch, but they never reviewed it. So that's gotta be one of the crazy. I mean, when Al Michaels, who's been doing more, doing, doing sports for like almost 50 years says that this, that I've, I've never seen that before. That's when, you know, it's a so, big deal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was it kind of like uh, the Antonio Freeman catch? Just, he didn't know he caught it. He didn't know he caught it. <laughs> He got to the sideline, saw the saw the highlight up on the scoreboard, and he was just like, the look on his face was like, "Damn, I caught that!" Oh, and and actually, it. actually, Andy Reid went up to him, and you could see that he was saying, uh, "Next time, if you caught it, let me know." And, and, and it's funny; it's like most of the time, receivers, even when they drop it, they think they caught it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he was so good that he didn't know. So, oh. That's how good he is, man. Yep. <laughs> he was so humble, so humble that he didn't. So get it. humble. So on uh, on my system, I went one and one this week. Uh, I believe it's seven and four on the season. So Atlanta you got so close to getting two. I got right? so close, so close. Yeah, Atlanta plus three. They they want they lost by five, and the Jets covered, uh, losing only by three on that Milagro. So, right. Oh man. Well, speaking of me. Um, the the things that hurt uh we had uh not too many not too many things today but some that, that are a little painful i mean aj brown i was worried he I was down. worried because there's non-contact right so it, to see him come back though fixes a lot he came back he uh one of the one one of the fan, uh injury experts dr david chow mentioned that uh when he saw it he put on twitter he's like oh he's gonna come back don't worry that's not a, that that doesn't look serious and uh but yeah you didn't know you didn't know if it was an achilles everything so yeah th- thankfully he came back so a lot of people's hearts you know got out of their stomachs uh frank Gore uh it went into the concussion protocol did not come back to the game so they no. they learned it was just dementia so he was fine <laughs> <laughs> but i'm age related age related oh, but I'm bum. well you know uh brandon cooks they kept they checked him for a concussion and you know considering the fact that he's had so many in his career that's yeah. uh that's, that's definitely a bad worried, thing worrisome. that's a bad thing yeah man so but he came back to the game also so good that was that was a good thing. I wanted to get Kuti in our family league, but I just went with Devo. I think so. I think he made the right call. <laughs> I, I mean, Kuti just—I knew he was going to be good. I picked up. him up in every other league, so it's like I wish I still—I wish I would have got him. But you're right, Devo's still nice to have. And he's got he's got two really tough matchups in the first two weeks of the playoffs before you get Cincinnati in Week 16. So, uh, you know. I don't know if you would have used them anyway, but, uh, but yeah, he'd be nice to get. I'm just happy you took acres. No one else could. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't get, you know, yeah. Well, maybe he'll get me the first pick in the draft next year. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, last one, Brandon Allen, uh, suffered a chest injury late in the game, uh, where he was ruled out. So, uh, who knows if Cincinnati is going to be going to going back to Ryan Finley for its quarterback. So, Boy, uh, but uh, you know, th- thankfully, l- let's hope. Let's light a veladora. No more, no more serious injuries, uh, right? For because we do still have three games left uh, the rest of the way. So, mm-hmm. uh, now, I'm not sure. Did you ever get to Georgie uh, the two positives for Carolina? Go for it. for go COVID. For it. I didn't. Well, see they got one. two positives, so I just feel like uh, since we're on III, we got to keep an eye on that make sure tomorrow morning that there's no more positives. Cause you got two, who knows if they infected more. Who was it? Uh, so, uh, they, I don't think they released who it was, oh, Okay, two guys. but it, it's definitely going to be the new Eesh. Ravens situation from last week. 
Oh God, I hope not. Ugh. So I wouldn't be surprised to see their game canceled, and then me being screwed and not having CMC. No again. CMC. Wow. Well, right, we'll see. We'll see. Let's hope tomorrow there's a bunch of negatives so that we don't gotta be on the COVID watch for them. Jeez, that would just be oh, eso duele. Yikes, eso duele. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Well, enough of the bad stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. Oh, uh, los chingones. Chingones. Ay, mijo. And uh, to show you that the NF, I, I always, I've been preaching a lot lately on the on our Familia FFB blog. You know, you don't plan for the week. Be, you don't you don't grind too much on the week behind. You plan for the week ahead. <laughs> and that was Derek yeah. Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. Ne- ne- negative points last week. Negative. I think it was negative four points last week. <laughs> and he goes from like that. 381 and four TDs to four total TDs today. Yeah. What a yeah. stud four performance. Four TDs today, <laughs> yeah, including, a, including a Hail Mary dime game winner to rugs. Just like, guys, yeah, I mean, if, guys, if, you, if you just. Against what? the Jets. Yeah. Well, that was the reason why you thought you had to play him because it was the Jets and the Jets. That's the only so reason that Heck played on those. Yeah. That's that was right. a stupid good call, Heck, because that was Thank the only you. thing all day. I was all like, damn this guy. Like, <laughs> who puts in Derek Carr randomly? Right. And, right. and you know what? I almost uh, – I had him in my starting lineup on my 2QB league. Uh, but then I saw – in my but my normal starter is Lamar Jackson. So I just was thinking, oh, okay. Uh, and then I got the word that he's expected to start. And I said, okay, I'm playing Lamar Jackson. Derek yeah, Carr. man. Of course, does that. I, of course. And then Baker Mayfield, 334 and four touchdowns. Where's that? Four TDs in the first half. Forget about the four touchdowns in the game. Four, four, four touchdowns in the first half of the game. And I love that people were writing uh, Primo, Primo Manny uh, because he sat him down on the <laughs> <laughs> He's got Lamar with COVID waiting to play. Yep. So That helps um, me because I, I need to score 13 points less than him or more uh in order to get the first round by so i'm hoping i'm right behind him if not above him in points oh man we shall see well ryan Tannehill helped me in a couple places helped me in dfs and helped me in uh my my dodger league and technically it was garbage time because they were down the whole time he sucked the whole time it was just finally he started getting it going uh maybe aj brown not being in kind of made him suffer because he didn't and get those long plays to get them back in the game to where they could use Derrick Henry to to basically set the tone. Pound pound. But he still got the points. Uh, good for him. It, it's just to me, it's a it's a mirage because he's not always going to do this. This is just a crappy game that he got the garbage time. Otherwise, he's going to get his best games are when he gets 189 yards, one touchdown, and Derrick Henry does everything because they win those games. This one, I mean, it's pretty clear. He dominates against bad defenses, and he struggles against the really good ones. And uh, you know, it's it's just it's it's pretty clear. Uh, I've I've seen it, having owned him on on this team. So, uh, you know, I ride I I kind of ride the hot hand between him and Big Ben. So because I'm flip flopping between those two guys, but uh, uh, but you know, this was That's the a week tough to one play to him. decide every week who you're gonna play. It is. It is there, been, and we've made the wrong call a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> luckily, it hasn't cost us too much. Uh, maybe because I don't one, think one Ben's going to get that many points this week. This week, yeah, that was the thing. We were kind of like, you know, it's it's a short week for him. The the Washington football team has a has a good pass rush. So and and Tannehill had a great matchup against the Cleveland defense. So it was just natural. You know, Matthew Stafford also had amazing. Had, yeah, 402 and three touchdowns. With a new coach and no Galladay, who knows what they're gonna do next week again. We Green talked Bay. about that, didn't I? We talked about that, George, on our yep. in our previous uh yep. episode where I said they have a brand new coach. Is it just me? Or whenever there's a brand new head coach, QBs just go off. Well, I don't know I, what it is. But I think do. I know what it is. I think when you have a coach who's fired. Who's the next leader on the team? It's yep. the QB. So, and even the interim head coach kind of knows that it's kind of coming to a place he doesn't know. So the QB is kind of just running the show. And this is good news for me because next week I don't want to play Kyler Murray against the Giants because the Giants shut down Russ. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, finally Stafford's where he was supposed to be. All of us said last year he was on pace for five thousand yards. 
This is why. Oh yeah. Great. It's great that he's happy that he's doing it now that I've had him all season doing crap. And, and then you gave it. me him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I missed and I missed the playoffs by 0.2 points. Thank you, Matt Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that fumble. Yeah, fumble. Well, uh, gonna gonna kind of uh, throw out a couple guys a little bit out of order. One, well, Aaron Rodgers is in order the way we have him here. Two ninety five, three touchdowns, and Patrick Mahomes three seventeen, one touchdown on Sunday Night Football. Uh, wow. Right now, he does it easily. So so easily. Both of them look effortless. Uh, I mean, these are the two front runners for the MVP right now. Do you guys have an idea who you'd vote for? It's got to be Mahomes because he's lead. And I don't know if he's leading in points, but the dude's amazing. He's winning games and he's getting awesome numbers and he's making it look easy. Well, then again, you have to look at Aaron Rodgers and if you if you if you compare who has better weapons. Nah, if, I don't if, think that's determine MVP. Well, I, well, maybe it should. I think Green Bay would still be. I think you're doing more. I with think less. Kansas City would be more hurt without their quarterback than Green Bay without theirs. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has... I can't Devon picture... Aaron Rodgers has a running game. Yeah, that's true. I can't picture either... I can't picture either team being any... You know, being anything more than bad. <laughs> it, it, I just feel like, like at least they have Aaron Jones that they could lean on if yeah. anything happened to Rodgers. I, I don't think you can lean on CEH... No matter how highly Hector spoke of him beginning of the season, yeah. I mean both are uh, uh, both are just so good, so good, so good. Well, I'm gonna finish out the 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 quarterbacks before we get into the running backs. Jared Goff, three fifty one and a touchdown and a rushing touchdown, back to his normal self. And uh, Deshaun Watson had went for three forty one and he had a run running touchdown against you know pretty you know the Colts got back an back awesome to touchdown. There. Yeah, beautiful run beautiful run Taysom, Taysom Hill you know there's talk that Drew Brees is going to be ready next week yes so thank you for Kamara <laughs> <laughs> you got the touchdown baby you got the touchdown well Kirk Cousins 305 and three touchdowns one of them was to Justin Jefferson which uh helped me on the DFS side so uh yeah, he's just looking hot Thielen or not he's gonna get the ball so it's a great pickup if you got him what a wide receiver class this year for the rookies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have we're gonna have so much fun talking about some of the it, it's funny, you for know, we, years we, to come. For we were so excited, we were so excited about you know a few of the rookie running backs, and really, uh, you know, no one's been a consistent performer, but we've got so many wide receivers that we really thought we're gonna be taking, you know, most of them we thought we were gonna be taking just like a year or two to, to get ready. But a lot of them got touchdowns today. You have yeah. rugs, uh, well, you have rugs. Kind of Jefferson, all the Jefferson, uh, Higgins got a touchdown today. Yeah, Claypool's still going to come out. So, a lot of weapons. Just beautiful. Great for football. Just, just yeah. beautiful wide receivers because it just makes it more flashy. Oh yeah, it's yeah, just man. oh, it's so much. It's so much more. It's uh, wide and, receivers and the are weird, more sexy. The and the weird, the, the, that's the the weird part today is that you know the the Rieger rookies too. were also scored. yeah the rookies were the rookies were going off and then you have the you know the vets or the the established players. Like DK Metcalf and Keenan Allen <laughs> just throwing up duds. So it's just, it's a weird league, ladies and gentlemen. It can definitely be uh, fickle. It is. It is. Well, to show how weird it is, uh, David Montgomery is the, you know, one of the top running backs this week. Uh, 72 rushing yards and two touchdowns and another 39 in the air. So, uh, but it was, a, a, solid it was a great performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got lucky with the two, t- not lucky, but. If he didn't get the two touchdowns, it would have been a, a mediocre performance. But this is what people want from him. And this is what we know to expect because the uh, the Bears just, they can't pass. And that's great for Montgomery fans because we've been expecting him to be a top 10 running back. And it looks like he's going to finish that way. And the Bears have themselves a good run. I'm going to put the article up this week, but they've got themselves a good lineup in, in the playoff weeks, Houston at Minnesota and then at Jacksonville. I mean, that's that's a good schedule. And someone who doesn't, Dalvin Cook, he still lit it up today, 120 yards, yeah. 59 uh, in the Same, air with yeah. six receptions. No TD for him, but, I mean, if you had him PPR, he still got, like, what, 24 points? 
Oh, it's huge so he's dude. he's golden the whole time. And this is why you can't trust coaches because during the week, you know, Mike Zimmer is saying, uh, "Oh, he's banged up. He's banged up." I, and and I was I even said on the Friday podcast, I said he's either playing possum, or he's going to rest him. So I don't I don't know. And, <laughs> and he goes off. He goes off. He goes off. Well, Aaron Jones got got himself one thirty on fifteen carries. Most of that was on a seventy seven yarder yeah. to ice the game. So that was a beautiful run. That was a heck of a run too. He blew through so many people and and was zigzagging at the end. It was just a crazy little play. One guy he actually juked him twice. <laughs> yeah, number I, I know it was number twenty three, but yeah, oh, that's horrible. That was a good one. That was a good one. James Robinson just Mr. You know, Consistent. God, amazing, amazing. I mean, yeah, just another great game. Eight, 78 yard, one hundred eight yards total. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, coming back from COVID. The COVID list. I think if was, it wasn't for that one long pass play, he would have been garbage. But and I only say with this attitude because I'm going against him and <laughs> only projected to win by nine points. So I really need to win. Well, Chris Carson got a hundred got himself 110 uh total yards and I got a touchdown receiving. The only touchdown for the the Seahawks, which is shocking considering how great yeah. they were. And it was a tough game. catch. So I think the Giants just have a really good pass defense. They, they, well they, they do cover they, well. James Bradbury is considered one of the is uh ranked one of the top five cornerbacks uh, according to Pro Football Focus. So I mean he's no joke, but the rest of the people nobody's you know highly ranked but they're getting pressure on the quarterback and they're defending i mean just great yeah great playing great playing all around uh ty johnson out of nowhere subbing in for frank gore when he went on the concussion protocol that guy looks solid man 104 yards yeah that could i was like who is this guy this guy's awesome wow yeah, for those leagues that for most leagues which run waivers, uh, he might be a guy to pick up in case Gore is out. Crazy. Hmm. Do you trust it though? I mean, it's still the Jets, and I mean, Darnold was out, and then he came back in. So I thought Flacco. I like Flacco only because then they throw the ball a lot, and that team's got a lot of weapons in the air as far as like Crowder, Mims, uh, and Perriman. But I, I don't trust Ty Johnson. I say don't waste your waiver if you got it. Probably not. Probably not. And your boy Kamara. I, I hate the one game blow ups because yeah. then the next week they don't do it and you just look. Next sweet. week it's like three points. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what happened? And it's like, hey, dude, they did that 90% of the games. Why did you expect it this time? And and how many of the guys, how many people were like, you know, uh, grabbing guys thinking that they were going to blow up like a Devontae Booker? And, uh, you know, so many, so many of the experts yeah. out there were saying, oh, grab Devontae Booker. He's, he should be your number one. I kept saying, Cam Akers should be your number one priority because he's because he could keep the job through the playoffs. And exactly, and and, and that's why I hate the leases when you lease a player just because yeah. you know their their upper is injured. Those are waste of waivers for me. Oh, waste. Uh, just a couple of highlights on the rest of the guys. I mean, Adrian Peterson got two touchdowns. Nick Chubb got 80 yards and a touchdown, staying consistent. Solid. Coming up, uh, but it, you know, I talked about Acres. Uh, you know, he had 72 yards and a touchdown, but more importantly, he had 21 carries, and that was out of 28 wow. total. However, Henderson run. had that long run. Yes. So he just put his name back in the mix, and it kind of pissed Aker fans off. Oh, it's because it's a, like, oh, Akers has the ball. It's going to be his. And then you see Henderson do that long run. There's no way you're confident as an Akers fan that they're not going to run Henderson. And I had just put on Twitter that uh, that that uh, Akers was had solidified the position, <laughs> the lead <laughs> <Kyle> position. So yeah, yeah. you got to love that. Got to love that. But uh, a couple of guys that look good uh, coming. I mean. Uh, Wayne, Miles Gaskin uh, got 90 yards, 141 yards coming off of his injury. Wayne Gallman uh, was 135 yards total, which he's he's gonna he's gonna go. So, um, well, let's go over to the wide receivers real quick. Uh, who would have said if I would have told you that Corey Davis was gonna be the wide receiver one uh, right. on Sunday With night? Eleven receptions. Yeah, 182 <laughs> yards guy- and a touchdown. So over 30 points in PPR pretty much, uh, or into the 30s. It, it's only because of AJ, but it's like if AJ Brown is out, I think Corey Davis is a better pickup than Ty Johnson. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. He's, a, he's a top target. He's going to be a top target there. So, yeah. 
And but when wants- he has been the top target, he hasn't performed. So it's well, just he's very he inconsistent. Something, something happened today that changed. I think they're just expecting to, to cover A.J. Brown when Corey Davis changed. I think injuries always change the way a team plays. Uh, look at Ty Johnson being able to go in there and just uh, ruin them. They didn't basically have time to study them. Kind of like when a boxer is expecting to box somebody, and at the last second they can't box and they face the guy behind them, even though the guy behind them is weaker, they usually win. That's what happened to Kimbo Slice in the UFC. Faced oh, a random God. guy, so he didn't practice. I think that's why you see Corey Davis explode. And it's just, and when I say that, it's just, it's something you can't predict compared to Booker, you could predict. And that's why teams can easily stop them. So, everybody, stop picking up those gadget players who only play one week. It's never going to work. Muy cierto. Muy cierto. Well, one that's always yeah. going to work is yeah. Devontae Adams. Got always himself. works. Yeah, you know, it, it was really cool. His first touchdown, I think it was the first touchdown, he uh, handed the ball to uh, Rodgers and somebody came over and put the crown on Rodgers. Apparently it was, his, well, not apparently, it was his 400th TD. And uh, and then they also pointed, uh, the broadcast pointed out that Devontae Adams, during his rookie year, he caught the number 200 TD in Aaron Rodgers' career. So Maybe he'll catch cool number 600. <laughs> and, eight, and 800. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Well, another thing that's cool, Justin Jefferson. I mean, just beast, beast. I mean, technically, he put up Devontae Adam numbers, just one touchdown less. Yeah, exactly. And Thielen Nuts. still did good, too. Yeah. So it's definitely touchdown. making you hope more for this team because at the beginning of the season, they were lax. Now they're fast. So it looks good for anyone who uh, picked up JJ in the free agency. Uh, big time. Big t- Exactly. He's one of the free agency finds of the season. And, and you know, and I, I do remember, you know, one of our first, I think it was our. Uh, third episode where we where we talked about the rookie receivers. I think all three of us were like just you know just, Jeffy just... was one of the fast ones that that mm-hmm. we liked, and then all of a sudden he just caught fire, came out of nowhere. So yes, we we do know what we're he talking. He was over, about. and it was overshadowed because Claypool was having such a good run at the time. Yes, exactly. So that's why people were just able to swoop under him. Oh man, He's well, the Mark... OBJ this year for you, heck. Ooh. Now he's so just going to get in. get people championships. <laughs> exactly. And, and the next receiver, Marvin Jones, 8 for 12, 116 yards and a touchdown. Expect more of this because I think Detroit's going to be fast. Also, Galladay's coming back. So that might take some of the targets away from Jones. They say he's uh, coming back, man. Galladay's has been so injury-prone <laughs> yes. this year, man. They say he's it's coming just, back. I'm going to believe it when like, I see it. He'll, he'll play for two quarters and then, oh, because he's injured. And, so. and in true fashion. I'm not holding my breath. In, in true fashion, I have Galladay and CMC on one of my teams. Oh, and nice. Eckler. And Eckler. So oh. I've been waiting to play all these guys, and I'm playing for my life this week. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's why I love holding on to these injured players, because as soon as they're back, look who I'm going to have. And all of a sudden, yep. Yep. Now, this so, is true. This is true. Oh man! Well, T.Y. T- Hilton had himself another big game. Another uh, one. That's two in a row, man. What's up? Row. Little weird. Little weird. Somebody, Little weird. Somebody pointed out his lifetime numbers against uh, uh, the Texans was like okay. eighty-five yards, sixteen games. So it was a, so it was like a full season. Eighty-five receptions, like over fifteen hundred yards and ten oh. touchdowns. So well, it's he does like, play them again in like two weeks, I think. Yeah. So you know, just know to fire him up. DFS. And, that's a DFS. Put it in the brain for later. Yep. Kiki QT on the other side, one hundred forty-one yards and eight and eight receptions. I mean, he just really paid off on all the people who were uh, talking him up. So. Mm-hmm. What, what a good one. Well, Jamison Crowder got a, got a couple of touchdowns, which pissed me off because I played Denzel Mims as one of the cheap plays. Me on, too. Me uh, too. I just thought I was chasing the targets and just didn't happen. Didn't happen. I, I was chasing the long ball, and uh, I Crowder is the reception guy, but uh, to see him get those two touchdowns early also was just brutal. Amazing. Amazing. Well, we talked about Thielen already. You know, he first came back at 75 yards and a touchdown. Michael Thomas, another 100 yards, 105 yards, nine receptions. It's almost like an identical line to what he had two weeks ago against Atlanta. So, uh, you know, so I, I think all the people who were a little worried about him, I think it's okay. And yep. Calvin Ridley. 
he came back 108 yards on five five receptions. Haven't heard from him in a while, but yeah, it's good to see him putting up numbers again. It's no, been a exactly. while. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it well, has. Well, it, it hasn't been a while, but Darren Waller. Boom. Ridiculous. Wow. He's not going to do this again. No. This, this was a <laughs> Jets game. This was against the Jets. Yes. 200, oh. y- 200 yards for a tight end. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, is that's a good a record. I don't know if Gronk might be up there or Kelsey might be up there or Ertz, but that seems like it must be some kind of record. Or I, I'm curious to know what the record is for tight end yards in a game because it's this guy. This Who is the old Chiefs? Uh, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. I wonder if he's up there. Yeah, he must, he must but, be. But yeah, I mean, that's a lot of yards. Other for than a tight him, end, man. Other than him, only Kelsey uh, did you pretty good. Besides Gasecki, but that's PPR. But yeah, it just goes to show you, tight ends are tough. Was, those who Darren Waller's always been a top five, but even he's been inconsistent this year. So, but I mean, that dude was money today. He came out of nowhere because last week he got like what five points? Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing. And and last week he was supposed to smash against the uh, against the, Falcons. This and points will throw him into the top three mix already. Uh, just well, having this game, he's far and away the tight end one. But uh, yeah, if you guys Waller. Want to know, yeah, he's tied oh, in for one this, by for, far. for this week. For this week. No, no, I mean like for the season. Oh, well, he's number three? two. He's number two right now. Was he number two before today? Uh, yeah, to Kelsey, right? Or, or I think he I was mean, number two. To Mark Kelsey. Andrews is like way yeah, down Kelsey the list. Was, man. Kelsey was way out there, and uh, I think that at, at one point I figured out the difference between them was a touchdown. It was the average of a touchdown there. a game. So I'm going to look it up, but uh, Kelsey but, oh. still tore it up with 136 yards and a touchdown. So it's not like, like Darren Waller barely was able to uh, catch up to Kelsey, even with that amazing game. So in PPR, uh, the, uh, Kelsey, I mean, Waller is the number two, the tight end two, and he's exactly six points a game. Uh, this is going into today. Uh, so this does not count to 200 yards today, but he coming into today, he was exactly six points a game, fantasy points per game behind Kelsey. That's a lot of points. That's a touchdown a game. That's that's how much better Kelsey is than the rest than the competition. And, and I gotta thank you for your Gisecki love because that's the only reason I kept picking him this week and last week. And this dude tore it up. 9-11, 88 yards and a TD. I feel yeah, like he's going to average a TD too. every week for the rest of the season. He was on my bench today, but I, I do have him. <laughs> and it's because of the same thing, uh, heck, because we both have Mark Andrews. Right. So that's why I ended up doing Gusecki. And now it's like, I don't think I'll ever put Andrews in again. Uh, I don't know. if you, I don't know why you would. Yeah, right. Kasiki, and, and you know it's funny. I sat, I actually sat Kasiki on uh, one of my leagues where I played Robert Tunyon instead. So no, that's not better. I mean, Kasiki still was better, but Tunyon. Uh, it's not one of those where you're gonna kick your butt too hard. No, no. Uh, well, speaking of kicking butt, you know Kelsey, uh, eight of, kick butt, eight and uh, fourteen. Eight out, of, eight out of 14 targets, 136 yards and a touchdown. This is his fifth consecutive 1,000-yard uh, season. and uh, In a row. In a row. Wow. I can't believe this guy does it like and that. And no one wow. has even had four. Uh, the, the record for total 1,000-yard season, uh, seasons is four. And he did I don't five even, consecutive. I don't even want to compare him to tight ends anymore. I want to see how he compares to to wide receivers because that's the numbers mm. he's pulling. How many wide receivers have five consecutive thousand yard seasons? Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, did Calvin Johnson do that? I'm thinking Calvin Johnson. Pro- probably. Be, There's might, a might few be, guys that have done it. There, like... Mike Evans. Mike Evans has done it six years in a row. And okay. Moss did it, but that was to start his career. But I mean, not a lot of guys. I mean, Rice did it. Rice probably had like a dozen years in a row or something. Right. But, yeah. Something uh, crazy. But it's, I mean, it's not too And many, it's not yeah. going to stop anytime soon. This team is young. Yeah, they're, oof. And, I mean, he's an old guy on the team, but. Uh, and he's you know, still young because he was a rookie six, five, six years ago. I think. I think he's got a lot of years on him. Six. I, I think he just turned 30, but uh, he was. So I think this is his seventh year. So I mean, just stud. Just stud. We'll f- finish out the guys. Dan Arnold. Yeah, he's on this list because he showed that with a 59-yard TD catch, uh, that'll put you in the top five, you know, top three, 
top, top uh, I think he was top four tight ends. So, oh, yeah, yeah. he's like top two. He's like top, top. Dan Arnold's like top two for hair, too. That guy has the coolest hair, man. <laughs> 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 it's like, man, this guy has cool hair. <laughs> I, stopped, uh, I still think Derrick Henry's got the coolest little stuff hanging behind him. Right. But no, Dan oh, Arnold's okay. hair, man. That guy's hair is cool, man. It's like straight now, out of the 80s. Now, another tight end who uh, did good, I actually have hopes for the rest of the season, is TJ Hawkinson. He hasn't been too hot. He's been average for the first half, but with seven for nine and 84 yards, this guy's going to be a top tight end play for the rest of the season, right behind Gesicki. So it'll be nice to see a little change of guard because a lot of people have been drowning because they haven't had tight ends. Now I feel like the tight end plays are going to start picking up. And it's kind of weird. Last year was like that too. And that caused a lot of tight end hype going into the season. And then, yeah, you know, like Jonu Smith and all them. Yeah. You know, the yeah. La Llorona came and took them. They're gone. So, <laughs> but, you know, luckily a guy like a sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Jonu Smith and Tyler Higby were two of the guys that had so much hype. But Kasiki was another one and he's paying off right now. So uh, good for him. And uh, yeah, Hawkinson, you know, he, it's always nice when a guy, comes through in a in a in a great spot i think the bears are uh have allowed i think they were like allowing 30th most points uh or or like the third most points and uh in fantasy points per game so oh man let's get an idios meal oh no come on chargers Uh, sorry rick chargers george so you put chargers first like you got you're just rubbing it in now (laughs) and i'll tell you what it it was a it it sucked to watch especially because i was watching with a buddy who was talking crap the whole time Uh, those are the worst Uh, (laughs) but i mean i i just hate that belichick can do that to rookies so easily but i'm excited for the next time they see each other maybe in a year or two uh, but it's not as bad as being a Jets fan and thinking yep. you win the game. Yeah. And then seeing the Raiders of all teams be able to just throw behind your team. That ball that just way. fell out of the sky, like right into his hands. That so was crazy. I just felt like you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and that's why it's like, ay, Dios mío. So I want to put, I I put you guys on the spot right now. So Do it. You're, you're a Jets fan. Yeah. So you're a Jets fan. I'm a what, Jets fan. What are you feeling when it's looking like you're going to win with a few seconds left and you're thinking, okay, we're going to be 0 12, but uh, no, we're going to be 1 11. Uh, Is this going to cost us Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> no, I don't think that because I think they got it locked. I think they're definitely the suckiest. But I think thinking that way makes you accept the loss more. Right. And you're like, ah, whatever, tank for true. I think, I think, I think there. This, this is a throwaway season. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, ah, this, you got us. Yeah, like I don't think they even care. Like, okay, well, when you know, I think they're looking at like, all right, when's the season going to be over so that we can actually start, you know, buying Trevor Lawrence jerseys and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so, so why do ready. you have, why do you have the Jaguars on here? Because they almost they they were had a chance to win the game too, and then they lost in overtime. Oh. Yeah. It was an awesome game, though. I didn't feel bad. I felt like both teams were just playing hard, uh, throwing up good numbers. I mean, you look at Minnesota's wide receivers tearing it up. So I thought it was just an excellent game. Uh, I think the Jags are lucky to be in it. But that Robinson guy, man, he's going to be hot next year. He's so good. He's going to be top 10 pick. He's going to be what... Josh Jacobs was coming in this year. Yeah, he, he was undrafted I so. this year. Undrafted. I think he might. I, think I have, he might have be- three Jags ahead of him that were running back. <laughs> oh, so stupid! Hey, imagine, it, imagine it they get Armstead, Obigawe, and some other person. <laughs> so uh, it, it happens, man. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Clearly I did black out during that part of the draft. <laughs> you, must have been out. you must have been blacked out that part. Right? Exactly. Oh, man. Well, let's get in the quarterbacks. And uh, Carson Wentz was just, I mean, we talked dun, about dun, it. Dun, dun, 79 dun, yards. Oh. Do you think it's going to last into next week? I, you know, because I, here's the thing. I would say, what do they have to lose? But they are still in the, in the position to win the their thing. division. But again, like I said, what if there's something going on that we just don't know about? Maybe he tweaked an ankle. Maybe he injured something somehow, somewhere. And the coach is like, you know what? Just rest, get better, and then we'll figure it out later. That that kind of that could be going on. We don't know, obviously, but 
maybe there is something to that. I, who, who knows? But I mean, the, at this point, it seems like the they're fact that hurts giving up. able to bring them back. It's like, do you want to mess with that momentum and just go back to Wentz next week? I don't know. I don't know. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hard one. If it were, if uh, I were to make the uh, the prediction right now, I would predict that Wentz is back there, um, just because it's the money. He's got yeah, he's got so much money invested. They're paying him so in much to play. So, uh, Justin Herbert, his first clunker, two oh nine. Hey, you know what? Is this the first time he's gone under three hundred yards? I think so. Uh, it's, trying to look it up. It right is now. He's been under 300, but only. I don't think yeah, he's I been. He I don't has, think he's been under 250. I think his first one under 250. Yeah, he's had 290, 264, uh, actually 187 against Miami, but that game looked a lot better than this one. Oh yeah, that uh, was it's, a weird. It's game. the first time in his career he hasn't thrown for a touchdown. Ooh, in his yeah, NFL career, his going to be one of the few. his lengthy NFL career, and he be- threw his career high for interceptions. Yeah. So uh, I will be having to talk with them later, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, let us let us know how that goes, man. Please, I've got I've got him on one of my teams, and I need a I, I need him to perform. And be fine. One of my teams that's going to the playoffs. Well, Russell yeah. Wilson. I mean, they they they're looking like a playoff team, but uh, this is four games in a row under 300 yards, right? Four in a good. row, and he was lighting it. Yeah. yeah. Let Russ didn't, cook. Didn't, Let Russ didn't cook. He, didn't he throw for 500 yards one game? Like something ridiculous, like week three or four or something like that. He threw for like 500 yards. Didn't he do that? It was yeah. something. He he did have some ridiculous games in there. Yeah. I'll look it up while you guys are talking. Yeah, I think it was a 500 yarder. Hey. One of the I remember we talked about it. Like, wow, this guy's the MVP for sure. No, like, he no threw five touchdowns even, in one game. That's that's I think that's what it was. Oh no, yeah, they, I think it was. Um, Dak threw for 500 yards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Russ, yeah. And then Russ, we don't and then talk Russ, about that guy no more. Yeah. Then Russ threw for uh, five TDs and he, five he's TDs been, twice. He did it twice. Yeah. He set a record for like most TDs in like three games or something to start a season, like 15 touchdowns or something ridiculous in like four games. Or he, he set a record. And everyone's like, oh man, Russ is cooking. It's, this guy's MVP for sure. Lock. Well, and that, now and it's now he's out of the conversation completely. Well, we had that. We already had the MVP conversation ourselves. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Ourselves. Yep. Um, and then Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Ooh, no hail Mary. He still had three touchdowns. That last touchdown did save a lot of people, but he had a fumble right at the end, an interception. Just very. He didn't look comfortable there. It makes you and wonder it, how hurt is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that. And I just think we got – they came out fast, uh, just like we thought they were, but teams are starting to get to know them. And they're still a new team. We're trying to act like they're supposed to be, you know, 9-3 and three already, but they're still a new team. We got to remember that. They're – I mean, Kyler, it's his second year. He's still putting up great numbers, but don't expect them to be more than what they are. They're going to be a 500 team – as it was that's what they were pretty much projected so they're still good but i see here you know if they didn't get that hell mary they lose five straight they look really bad so yeah, they'll get back on track but don't don't be uh well, i don't know here's what i here's what i heard today and then you guys let me know if you guys watch the game there and i don't know if it was just you know coincidental or just the sound bites that i was listening to or that i happened to catch when I was paying attention and not looking at my phone at, you know, scores, there seemed to be a lot of talk about his height today. And I don't know if that was just, you know, if, there, if there's something to that, but Drew Brees I don't is know, short too, balls, man. Get, balls getting knocked down and balls getting, you know, you know, linemen, you know, you know, getting a piece of the ball and, and uh, deflecting and things like that. It's like, it just seemed like today they were talking a lot more about it than other weeks that I've heard. So I, I don't know, maybe something to just keep an, keep an ear open for or to, to keep an eye on. You got something against like, short people? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it just seemed that the announcers seemed to be like almost leaning, almost saying that, you know what, this guy is struggling because he's short. They didn't come out and say it that way, but it almost seemed like they were inferring that, like intimating that that's the reason that he was struggling and that's the reason that they haven't done that they haven't been doing so well this season not flat out saying it but kind of kind of skirting that and kind of kind of leaning to and, that direction it was but it's like 
then how do you how do you explain the first half of the season? He was no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree, but dude, like like we always say, if you have enough film on a guy and you can figure him out and 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 actually start knowing what he does and and his tendencies, then you can start collapsing and start basically and you start, don't got to blitz him, shutting him down. Got to get hands in the yeah, air. Get, get, yeah, if you stay back and get a hand up, you can deflect everything. And maybe they're like, you know what? Maybe that because then you start if if you get past the line. Of scrimmage and you go after him he's and gone he past just yeah, you. yeah all he's got to do is he's run to the you. side and he's got yeah, no one in front yeah, of him that's how he you, got the hell mary exactly if you can stay back and keep your hands up high and he, now he's throwing into a wall that's worse for him i think than if you're trying to because you're not going to sack him the guy's going to run away from you and laugh at you while he's doing it so you're not going to catch him so you're, you're so that the strategy may not be and maybe they maybe that's what they're doing it may no longer what? be attacking yeah. let's not sack. let's not try to sack him because we can't let's just keep him in front of us, keep our hands up, and we're going to knock down all his passes. And it's and it seems that the last these last few games where he's been struggling, maybe that's what they're doing because that's what they were talking about today. He did get hit a few times today. Yeah. Um, the other thing about it is he's not running as much. He only ran the ball five times for 15 yards. I think that's a sign that he's hurt. I yeah. said that he yeah. doesn't want to. DeAndre Hopkins looked pissed. He doesn't want to get tackled. He doesn't want to get tackled yeah. and land on the shoulder, that kind of thing, take hits to the shoulder. Well, oh, DeAndre, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins was tangling with J- Jalen Ramsey a lot this afternoon, and he oh, yeah. was not winning those tangles. So I mean, he was frustrated. Just you could tell just by the way he was acting on the sideline. And Kyler, yeah, Kyler threw the ball like to the floor sometimes. So I don't know what's going on. I hope he's okay. But thank God I got Stafford behind him. Right. Oof. Would you dare start Stafford over Kyler? Uh, next week, yeah, because I think against Green Bay, they might have a shootout, especially if Galladay's back. Meanwhile, Kyler's got to play the Giants. The Giants. And All of a sudden, they're a defense you're scared of, yes. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> it changes the game. Changes That's the real. Game. That is real. It. All right, well, let's try and, uh, you know, l- l- let's look at this. Miles Sanders. Uh, only 31 yards in a great matchup against the Packers, who were one of the worst run defenses. So, Yikes. Uh, tough one. Uh, Todd Gurley, uh, only 16 yards uh, in his first game back from injury. And uh, Latavius Murray, 17 yards after having 124 last week. I'm so happy I pulled him out last week. Dang game. it. I was so mad that you pulled him out. I was like, no, what, oh, <laughs> what is this? I was like, damn it, man. No way. I got a nice little 12, 13 points from Gaskins. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was nice. And how many people chased the two touchdowns that James White had last week and got rewarded with three catches Four for one yards. yard? That's what they get because you should never chase a running back for the Patriots. Just they just, don't. You can never tell who's going to do it. Just three catches, don't. one yard. Yeah, that, that's that's a confusing stat. Three catches, <laughs> one yard. I'm like, what? I'm like, how? Wait, three, four, one. Like, wait a minute. One yard. Wow. Well, that's like when when Kamara I forgot how many weeks ago had like one or two catches for minus one yard for a while. Yes. Like, come on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, on the on the wide receivers, you know, I put on there that Tyre the Idios Mio was Tyreek Hill having two long TDs get uh, nullified. Oh! So, yeah, that's uh, the worst. Just, that reminds that reminds me. I, and I don't know if anyone's had a game like this. I had Percy Harvin. A couple of years wow, back, and he had he had two he had same thing he had two touchdowns. This and I needed this is a game like heading into the playoffs that I absolutely needed. This is a Seahawks game. He had a touchdown, and I was like jumping for joy. And here comes the flag. Oh, it's holding. So then a couple of plays later, he cut, he got another touchdown, and I'm jumping for joy again. Another flag. Oh, like illegal use of the hands or something like some ridiculous <laughs> call. And I was and and zero. I got like I got zero. I was like, dude, he had two touchdowns. And I end up with no points. It was yeah. What happened to him? Uh, he had like he had migraines and stuff. I think he had to retire. He got he had like really yeah. bad migraines. I think. Yeah, so. Well, I will say that that uh, Tyreek Hill doing a backflip into the end zone uh, on Beautiful. the last one that was just stop ten ten. Dale un diez, dale un diez. Classic. Uh, the rest of the receivers, you know, the Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard did not pop against that Seattle defense. All of a sudden, that Seattle defense, that whack uh, Seattle defense, that was yeah. thirty-two against the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, and I, and this is two weeks in a row they've been pretty good. So you know, maybe don't Jamal remind I, me of don't remind me of Keenan Allen's performance today. Ugh. All right, well, and, we'll, we'll, even Keenan was pissed off, but dude, that's Belichick. Belichick just knew how to 
I just hate Belichick. I'm, I'm done talking about him. But Keenan <laughs> Allen only getting 48 yards. He still got targeted 11 times. Right. So you're still happy. It's not like uh, it's not like you see a downfall. This is just one game. So if you're a Keenan Allen holder, you're happy. Yeah, you're if just you made playoffs. If you made playoffs. If you made playoffs. Yeah, because there's Which still I may not. So, which I may not. So thanks for that. Rick. <laughs> well, Thanks, the last Rick. one on the on the tight ends uh hayden hurst got nine yards on one reception and this was after getting a donna against the uh, against new orleans a couple weeks ago so all of a sudden the saints are shutting down tight ends so yeah saints defense man they've, they've been coming on strong the last few weeks so good for- uh so it's total for our show uh thanks again to anchor for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out into the familia community uh make sure you're following uh, you're subscribing at spotify apple google or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review if you can wherever you can uh remember follow us on twitter at familia ffb uh i'm at jorge martin 17 hector what the heck with two T's, two T's. And uh, also our familiar FFB Facebook page. Uh, gracias, everybody. Remember, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud.